Hey, everybody. We're back. Hello. It's Heather Chadwell. Lacey Skulls. For episode three. Trace. Trace. That's the only so, thing I remember from Spanish class. I know. I took two years of Spanish class, and all I remember is counting to 10. I took two in high school, and then I took a couple in college, and I barely can speak a lick. Yeah. <laughs> I can say, like, donde el baño, which I think is where's the bathroom, I think. Yeah. And uh, with my amazing Spanish accent. But I can curse. They answer, and then I have no idea what they said. You right. can curse. That's important. Right. I agree. That really matters. Yeah. So, like, if I'm pissed, well, then punta. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all the essentials. It's in, all the essentials. In language. I just yes. need the curse words. Yes. That's it. That's important. So today we are going to, we are, the feedback has been great, by the way. You Thank guys, you guys so much. Yes. Everybody's been liking the videos and leaving your comments and the comments are amazing, by the yeah. way. You guys are so creative. I love you Yeah. Guys. You guys are taking a lot of time out of your day to just have these uh, really lengthy and in-depth um, questions. They're really putting comments. thought into it. Yes. Yeah, so we really appreciate that. And there's so many. So we're going to try to get to a nice uh, nice group of them today, along with talking about um, our nice little infamous fight on Rock oh, Love. Oh, yeah. We have a lot to talk about as far as we that. We do. So. And we also want to get into Charm School a bit as well. Yes. We yes. might not have a lot of time, um, but we will continue that on the next one. And we have we a few more little tidbits on I Love Money yes. that we forgot about. Also, um, Heather and I were very blessed to have an amazing article written up about the Talk of Love podcast on Vice. And so I want to say thank you to Vice for uh, doing that write-up for us. Yes. That was awesome. I love Vice. I've been a big fan of theirs forever. So. That, that was really, really nice of them. Yeah. Um, the write-up was great, beautifully written. Yeah. Um, and just honored that they would reach out to us. Absolutely. You know, pretty much before we even started, yeah. you know, filming. So um, it's out now. And, yeah. The, uh, the woman who wrote the article was very talented Writer. Alex, we love her. Thank Alex, you. Alex, thank you so much. She basically um, said that she, like everybody at Vice knows that she's been a big reality fan, yeah. Rock of Love fan. So she's like, it was perfect was, for her to have perfect. her to be the writer. Totally, yeah. absolutely. So. And the article came out great. We couldn't be happier, yes. and we are just honored that you guys. Uh, I'm really upset though because I actually sent my nudes to be published. Oh, you did. They, they didn't. They didn't include my nudes. <sighs> I'm, Damn it. I'm really bummed about that. So, I would be too. Your yeah. boobs are enormous these days. Why do you have them even covered? I know, I know. Well, Lacey's boobs are so big these I days. Know. They're like bigger than mine and mine are I'm fake. A, I gotta be <laughs> honest, I'm a little bit heavier right now. And so- um, It's winter. Everybody's got a little yeah, bit of weight the, on them in the winter. If I gain like five or eight pounds, it goes a little bit to my belly and then the rest goes to my boobs. And what was, a shitty was, problem to have. I know. <laughs> my husband was actually like, you know what? Girls are so- like such assholes because guys, when guys gain weight, guys just get fat. He's like, can you imagine if I was like, oh man, I gained five pounds and my dick is so huge. <laughs> Sucks, man. That's a really good point. I know. So I'm like, I guess if I'm going to gain weight and feel a little bit like, yeah. I got to hide my, you know, gut and everything, at least my, the girls are looking good. are enormous. But then when I lose weight, then my boobs, like I lose like a whole cup size. I know. It's totally not That's fair. That's weird. I know. It's not weird. fair at all. So. Damn it. Well, okay. So we're going to go for boobs to um, fan questions. Boobs to questions. Yeah. How about that great transition. And we'll even take questions about boobs, too. Yes. All right. So, let's see here. Come oh, on, Oh, you know computer. what we're going to do? We forgot that every episode, we're going to start with our comment of the week. Yes. But oh this my God. week, we had two. So, we're going to do the runner-up runner and the runner-up. Yes, you guys. Okay, so everybody's asking, where do you leave the comments? And if you go to any of the episodes on our YouTube channel— that's where you can post your comments and questions, and we will definitely read all of them. It doesn't matter which episode you put them in. Just put your comments and questions there. And uh, uh, basically, um, as Heather said, yes, we have a, a, a comment of the week winner and runner-up. 
So the winner this week is uh, Coyote Mixes. Cool name. And it's a great name, Coyote. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Coyote says, quote, Heather's ensemble is so fierce, it cured my scoliosis, cleaned my gutters, and refinanced my student loans. <laughs> what Damn, a that's, that's amazing. A- yes. You're going to like save the world. It's like... <laughs> With your hair. <laughs> Can I just tell you that I went out and bought the hairspray that I wore, that I used on Rock of Love? Oh. Because I'm going to be doing fun hair every single episode. So you have to tune in. So this time I'm like, well, if I'm going to do big hair tonight, I have to actually go get the exact. Your hair looks amazing. Thank you. It's actually naturally curly. I oh. always just kind of straighten it out. Yeah. Which is really odd because my whole life I always wanted like curly hair. So I'd get perms in, growing up. Yeah. And then when I hit like 23, my hair turned poker straight, and I went uh. from having no allergies to being allergic to life, uh. poker straight, <laughs> to naturally curly, to curly hair now. So uh. it got all messed up, but it works. Your hair it- was iconic. Everybody <laughs> loved your hair. I don't know if they loved you more or your hair more, but it was I like think- an equal— I remember somebody did like— um, a whole collage of Rich like, from yeah, VH1. I think he did that. Of like Heather's hair from every episode or from every— um, uh, elimination. Elimination. Yeah, yeah, I was so freaking drunk. It was just, oh, I, I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, how embarrassing. So this time around, I'm not drunk <laughs> and I can actually bring some big hair, but it Love won't be, hair. I don't think it will be as um, messy, messy yeah. as I'll have a little bit of. The hair will be style. messy, but not the girl. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um, my hair will be the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's pretty much the majority rules that you are keeping that hair. I'm keeping Everybody, the hair. there's not one person that said you needed to change it. That's true. It is your color, your hair. Nobody else can pull it off. Keep it. Well, thank you. Yes. I appreciate that. Yes. Um, okay, so the runner-up for um, comment of the week is um, Michaela Durant. And she said, I feel like I need a cigarette after this episode. That was fantastic. <laughs> We love that. Yes. Well, however we can get you off, we are all for it. So smoke that cigarette and enjoy yourself. And hopefully um, this episode will be as um, stimulating and and titillating. Yeah. And titillating. Titillating. Yes. That's the goal. You have such a large- Mine is in the gutter. In the gutter. Large vocabulary. Of terrible words. Perfect. Fueled by Satan. (laughs) Okay, so I just offended all religious people. I'm very sorry. Uh, (laughs) We all know where I'm going. It's no secret. Okay, so— Well, there are people online that have completely hopped on your bus. About the going to hell. Yeah, they're like, I'm going to be there with her too. Right, yeah. I know. Well, that is where most of the rock stars are going to be. Right. You guys should be having a party. We're going to have a big party. Totally. And with a lot of our fans. I'm pretty sure I have the corner booth. In hell. You, you have the um, slash booth, like at the rainbow. Yeah, you exactly. Have, have They've the got my picture waiting, ready. <laughs> yeah. There's like people with pitchforks ready to get me. <laughs> Flames. Flames. I already know. I know where I'm, I've accepted my fate. Okay, so. <laughs> and this um, is, we're all joking, people. Like, we're not, we're not definitely making, you know, light of religion or anything like no, that. No, of course not. Go. Okay. We'll make lights, light of a lot of other things. But. Yes. Okay, so, fan questions. Um, a lot of people want to know, uh, we're, we're going to go right into there. The Rock of Love season one, which you and I were on. Yes. The parents episode. Woo! Everybody was asking about the parents episode. Specifically, Aaron Moore, you on YouTube asked, was the fight between Heather and Lacey real? Okay. Yes. I would so, say 
a big, definite yes. <laughs> it was definitely real. Yes. It wasn't planned. Right. We didn't know that we were going to go head to head. Yeah. Um, that was definitely not planned. We definitely didn't even, wasn't planned. Yeah. No. So we kind of planned to both go all the way to the end, and yes. then we just threw. Then we would throw our hands up, and whoever wins, whoever wins. But right. we know we knew that we wanted to go together all the way to the end. But then some things got messed up and the producers came to me saying that she was out talking. So I really well, didn't even hear what she said. So the one thing I've said on the last season, or sorry, the last episode of Talk of Love, and I will reiterate it, was the true villains of the show were the producers. And they were very, um, I mean, you know what? I don't blame them. They were just trying to make a fun TV yeah, show. And they but did. The thing they is, Heather and I were were such good friends. I mean, right away, we like totally had compatible personalities and we had all these inside jokes. And she and I, I mean, they didn't even show half the stuff between yeah. Heather and I, but we joked around. I mean, I laughed more with you than I think I had totally. the whole entire year. Yeah. We had so much fun together. We were always laughing, always joking around. They didn't really show that because um, obviously they didn't want it to make it like we were just all having fun and laughs. And right. also I was the villain, so they couldn't, you know. So you having like smiling time or smiling. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that goes against the character apparently. Correct. So, um, but she and I had a blast together. We, had, yeah. we laughed so much on that show. And so um, we are sort of like going to be just like the dual powerhouse and just take out all the girls. So the producers... I know what they were thinking. And that was basically like, if we got Lacey and Heather to go head to head, it would be like Godzilla versus like, you know, what is it? Predator versus alien or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It would be like that kind of thing. So right. King Kong versus Godzilla. So, um, and they were not wrong. They weren't. And yeah. that, I don't know if you know, but that episode was the highest rated episode of the season. Oh, Until wow. the finale, because oh, they contacted wow, me afterwards, yeah. like, congratulations, as I'm mortified That's watching awesome. it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so, so it, from my perspective, uh, well, let's get into it. So okay. my perspective, um, uh, I remember it started with all of us at the dinner table. And yes. we were just talking. And one of the producers, which, they, okay, first of all, I will tell you guys, they don't normally do this. They don't normally directly intervene in the middle of a of a filming. So this is like a little unusual for them, but I could tell they really wanted this to happen. So one of the producers was in the other room and she just happened to be like eye level with me, but from behind, you know, like the door, the doorway. Yeah. And so I just happened to make eye contact with her and she just, you know, goes like this to me. So I'm like, excuse me for one second. I go into the kitchen, which is where she was. And she was like, hey, I just want to tell you like, Heather's really throwing you under the bus right now. This Which is they what they told me to do. Right. And they're like, but I didn't really, I mean, I sort of saw it, but I didn't, it wasn't really bothering me. I'm like, oh, yeah. Heather's just being an asshole. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's what we do. That's what we do. So, um, but she was like, no, she's really trying to throw you under the bus. And, um, and in front of like the parents and she's trying to make you look bad and you should like go call her out on it. And I remember I was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just not really feeling that right now. I just, yeah. cause I wasn't. Yeah. And, um, and also, I just thought that was like too obvious. And and, I, and you were my friend, so I didn't want to do that. So uh, I remember I just kind of brushed her off. And then um, I know you said they were going to you a few times, right? Yeah, so they'd come to me and they said that you were down uh, with Brett like in the workout area. This is after the dinner. This is the next day? Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, so they had um, made comments like to make sure you call her out. You know, her dad, Her, you know, she's kind of like saying she's only drinking beer and she's only, you know, like kind of, not Minim minimizing the amount of partying I minimizing. was doing because the parents were there. Right, right. Yeah. So um, they were, you know, kind of hinting around to that. But then the following day, well, I was so I was working out with Brett, and I remember I had talked to him, and I was telling you guys probably know better than I do. I actually don't remember, but I do remember I was talking to Brett while he was working out. They did show this part, 
And um, I was telling him to be careful about you for some reason that I can't remember now. Yeah. Remember what I it said? It was something, it was just something about like dancing, which is a trigger for me, you know? Yeah. Because um, I hate dancer, like stripper shaming and dancer yes, shaming. I hate all of, of that. Um, so I, that was kind of like a trigger for me, but- So is that what I was I, talking to him about? Yeah. So I remember that I had mentioned this to the producers. I was thinking about bringing it up to Brett because we were just on the final, final. Yeah. I was just, even though she's, you're my friend yeah. and you, you were and are my friend, I still was in com- competitor mode. So sure. I'm thinking like, how am I going to get ahead of Heather? Because right. I, I mean, it was obvious that you were in the front. I honestly didn't think that Jess was going to win, but I- Definitely wasn't able. I thought that you were ahead of me as far as like more likely to be picked yeah. by Brett, and right. so I was like, "Well, how do I get an edge on that?" Sure. And so I so then I talked to the producers. I'm like, "So I'm thinking about talking to Brett about Heather about." And you said I was like bringing up the stripper stuff. Yeah. And so um, I remember when I said to the producers, "They're like, yes, yes, talk to Brett about it." Yes. <laughs> so I was outside when he was working out. I brought that stuff up, and it just co- coincidentally, because right, you I just happened you. to be outside. They told listening. me to come out. They told you the producers yeah. told you to come and out. And then I was like, and then I told her come help me because I didn't know what you were saying. Yes. So I was just, like, thir- like I was like forty or fifty feet away from you, right? Yeah. And, and like then, down a floor, I think. Yeah. So I didn't know what was going on, and I went like this, and then I could kind of start hearing, but I didn't know when you first went down there. They came and got me. Yeah. And said she's down there throwing you under the bus. Oh my god. Yeah. And then it was like so, <sighs> World War Three. World Three. And, it was and like, then I'm like, dare oh you? I will god. kill you. No. And I was like. No, I no. won't kill you. And then I'm just like saying all this shit in front of your dad. Okay, so let's get oh into that. Let's get into that. I can't even watch it. Any, like, I, I love that the parents episode up until that part. And then I'm like so embarrassed that I was just saying that kind of stuff. I'm like, ah. Well, I will tell you as the <laughs> recipient of that, <laughs> honestly, I wasn't even really that bummed out about what you were saying. It just, to be totally honest, to be totally honest, I was bummed because I'm normally like so quick and so witty. And if I'm like having a war of words with somebody, I'm like the annihilator, you know? (laughs) I'm so good at at cutting people down. If, If it's, if it comes to that for whatever reason, right? I'm just good at like having the last word and just the last final jab. And I'm just quick like that. And, um, and when you said your daughter's a slut, I was like, I don't even know what to say to that. I'm like, Think of something. See, and I, I remember. I think I said to like have another drink, Heather, or something totally inconsequential. Well, and I was like, oh man, she got me. She got me. <laughs> and I wasn't even mad about what you said because, to be totally fair, I've been doing bands my whole life. I'm always on stage, like scantily clad. My dad has been to all my shows where I'm like half naked or ninety percent naked. And and uh, I was like, oh, my dad pretty much knows that his daughter is a slut. Like that's not <laughs> that's not news. <laughs> In fact. Um, just to, just to, I'm like I'm like yeah yeah that's right daughter's a slut that's I should get him a shirt that says my daughter's a slut oh my God. maybe we should <laughs> have one merchandise I know <laughs> so just to, just to sidetrack for like two seconds and then we'll come back to this um, after Rock of Love I was invited to sing and tour with a band called Lords of Acid who I've been a huge fan of for, forever and um, and what's really funny is Lords of Acid is a very sexual band as far as like their lyrics and their stage performance and that sort of thing. But it's also like very tongue in cheek. So um, so Lords of Acid has a song called Pussy. And this <laughs> and the song is basically you can take all of the lyrics and you can assume that someone is talking literally about a cat. Okay. Or you could have 
assume that they're literally talking about a vagina. So that's and how it was either written? way, that was it how could, it was written. Okay. I was just singing these songs. I didn't write any of them. Okay. These were songs that were already like established before I came along. Okay. But it, it was like a double entendre. So it could be sing, you're singing about a this cat, or this. Or you could be talking about a vagina. You and it was just it. so funny because I was when I was on tour, my dad was um traveling for business. He just happened to be in Florida um at the same time I was there performing with Lords of Acid. And so um he came out to one of the shows. Perfect. And so there was a um, we were playing in this like big room and a lot of people there and the sound man was up on this um, platform and so my dad was there so I'm I'm singing on stage and I you know I can just see this like sea of people and I can see like my dad's head just like sticking up like five feet out of the crowd and I'm on stage and I'm like I wanna see your pussy show it to me <laughs> like, I do know that song that's the song that's the song yeah. so you're singing let me your see your pussy <laughs> show it to me <laughs> and so I'm like literally looking at my dad singing about what we wearing show your pussy probably like something like, showing your pussy <laughs> probably yes exactly I was probably wearing like you know like dental floss and god Perfect. knows what so but anyway so yes my dad knows I'm a slut but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm okay with it. But what the what mattered more was like you in that moment, you beat me. That in that little battle, you full on won. Like you full on won. You shut me down. Ugh. I was like, I don't even know where to where to go with this. I was, oh, I was so I'm lost. Still, it was like... really impressive. It was impressive. But I was super bummed. But I was also super bummed because we had built this like really awesome I know. relationship and friendship, you know? I know. And I really didn't want the show to get between us. But I know. it was tough because we are both really, really competitive yeah. naturally. And then also, I didn't really understand in the moment. I only understood it after the fact how truly drawn in emotionally you were with the whole Brett thing. Right. So that was like a so big was, psychological, yeah. you know. So um, everything was really amped up for me with like oh, yeah. going up. You know what I mean? Like just. Did you know that I didn't really have feelings for him in the same way that you did? No, or, because I thought, you know, you wouldn't be a bad partner for him. You guys are both musicians. You both understand the mm -hmm. whole on the road thing. So I didn't see uh, a, like a non-match there. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Did you because see me as um, somebody who was like really potential competition? Like, did you think that I could win over you? Um, I didn't think anybody was going to win over me, to be quite honest. You thought you were going to win the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. Only because of... You guys had a strong connection. Right. And then we would sneak off and like go smoke doobies and shit. Yeah. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Nobody my God. Nobody knows this. People were like... People were like, what have you guys been doing? I see you, like, I sneak off and, like, what was going on in these nightcaps? No, we were smoking doobies because we're like, God, this girl's getting on my nerves. This girl's getting on my nerves. Yeah. So that was, like, the cool thing. That's amazing. That we would go off and just, like, just time out for a minute and just blaze and, um, you know. That's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. like, how funny. I know. I don't yeah. know if anybody ever knew that. And so. So you thought that I was, like, legitimately trying to sabotage your chances with him. I, I mean, I totally understand why you would think that. That's what no, basically I how it was coming. I mean, that's what was happening. So that would not be false for you to think that. No, I just, um, but you know, as time went on and I would have my doubts here and there. Right. Because I would get in trouble here right. and there. I would say something. Yeah. So, and then with our fight, I wasn't sure, you know. So yeah. when I would, you know, do, be wasted and do stupid shit or smash guitars and mess Were up the house. Were you drunk when that um, when that fight happened between me and you? Yeah, yeah, I had some alcohol. In yeah, me. yeah, yeah. So, um, but I to this day, like, I was like so embarrassed that I said that. 
you know, well, because it's okay. I forgive you. Know, we you. messed around, but it wasn't till later. So I was technically, it, you know, I hadn't done anything with him just yet. Right, right. So it was yeah. technically true just for you. Yeah. But later, yeah. you know, in Cabo, we messed around a little bit. No, no full on sex or whatever, but we definitely missed Mexico. Just like, yeah, fooled around. We were, we yeah, were all we just never, like having fun. Yeah. It was like light. And, you know, single. Well, we were all single. We were all so, single. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really regret that because I'm just like, oh, it's so embarrassing. Why did yeah. I have to say that? Because my parents were standing there. Yeah, yeah. And like, How did your parents react after the fact? Um, did they say anything to you? Did they just sort of like, we're going to just pretend like that didn't happen? Yeah. <laughs> I was in a state where it's like, let's just, yeah, you know, because I think was, my mom had said something like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Or my dad says, and I'm, you know, I'm in, I'm in like that heightened level. So yes. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. She was my friend. Blah, 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 blah. But then like, I don't really get frightened by very many people in life. I don't really get intimidated <laughs> by people. But I will say, I think I was a little bit frightened by you in that moment. Yeah, I was a little frightening. Yeah, but you know what, though? like I think Brett might have been frightened, too, but he walked by, and I was like, we got the shot. Yeah, he's sort of like, oh, he said that? I did. Oh, you and said we got the shot to walked, Brett? Yeah, that's all this, he was— he That's walked, amazing. You still were, like, in that mindset my, of, like, we're creating a, sh- creating a show. Yeah, I just have this business mindset as well. So even through all of that, after we, like, pulled back and I was sitting, like, with my parents and whatever, and he had to walk through to go to his bedroom, I was like, we got the shot. Oh, my God. And he That's just very clever. and left. Yeah. That's amazing. I think he even got, like, a little bit worried about that. He <laughs> was, like, oh, but God. I think, you know, I wanted to say that just to let him know, like, I'm in a— Cool state now. That it was, was just smart. Uh, yes. but we got the shot, and because that seems like very calculated. So it right. means like you're not just like off the rocker. It was actually comes across like it was done for right. a purpose, and that was to make great TV. And it did make great TV. That yeah. was amazing. It was we really, had high, really good. high ratings. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. One of the producers contacted me after that and said, "Congratulations, you guys uh, have the highest amazing. rated episode this season." So does that make you King Kong and me Godzilla, or the other way around? I don't know. Actually, my husband decided that he wants to give me a middle name of Godzilla. He wants he to call does. me. He's like, I w- he's a, every time I get mad at you, I want to go, Lacey Godzilla Skulls. He's like, you know. <laughs> well, isn't, doesn't he have a strange uh, middle name too? What's that? Doesn't his? Yeah, my husband's middle name is Danger. <laughs> Johnny Danger Skulls. Right. And he, he can be, he can be Danger, he can be Godzilla. Yes. Okay. Yes. Or I, it was a toss up between that or Crazy because then Lacey Crazy Skulls, it just rolls off the tongue nicely. <laughs> So, I feel like that's just played out names. by now. It's played out. You need I a better know. one. I know. Yeah, I know. Somebody come up with a better insult for me. <laughs> I'm crazy. I'm a slut. That's like, come on. You, you do better. <laughs> I kind of think asshole. I, I usually tell you do. People, you use a hassle a lot. Lacey asshole skulls. I'm kind of an asshole. <laughs> so if you guys want to like pay me a compliment, just come up with Lacey, you're an asshole. And I'll be like, Thanks. Yeah, we need uh, <laughs> nice, funny names for t-shirts. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah we're going to make some t-shirts pretty soon. But let's yes. talk about that later because we're okay. going to have merchandise for you guys. Okay, okay, so let's get into more fan questions. Fan questions. Yes. <laughs> Actually, you know, one thing people might want to know, how long after that show, the show ended, did we make up again with our friendship? Well, we, we started talking again pretty much immediately after, and then we kind of got into it. The reunion, charm school too. The, the reunion. reunion, we made up, we apologized, oh, yes. Yes. and everything. Um, but unfortunately, we couldn't. We didn't team up. We weren't on the same team, right? On, on charm, charm school. school, so we're kind so, of like going against each other again, again. which is dumb and it I know. sucked. And yeah. you know, we just we just don't do well when we're competing. We really don't. Yeah. we do much better working together like this, exactly as you can see. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Okay, so. Um, Oh, God, there's so many good questions and it's here. so many. Okay, so a lot of you perverts want to know. <laughs> you're in trouble now. Um, a lot of you are wanting to know if anybody hooked up with Big John. 
So, I mean, I was giving him blowjobs like on a nightly basis. I mean, who do you think gave him the nickname Big John? No, I'm just kidding. Um, we love Big John. He's yes. amazing. But very no, he did, he did not hook up with any of the women. He was very— Not that we know of. Not yeah. that we know of. But I'm pretty sure he didn't because he was very respectful. Um, and he's very loyal to Brett. And yeah. he's just, yeah, he's respectful. That's not his style. He's he's, yeah. he's not the type of guy that's going to try to take— He's not grimy. It, he's not grimy. No. He's not going to try to take advantage of women. No. He's a solid, solid man. So, yeah, so, um, yeah. Yeah, Big John, actually, what's really funny is he actually hated, hated he my guy. Hated on the show. How do you know, though? He, like, got he, in my face a couple of times. Did? And just, like, just tried to tear me down. And, but I couldn't really like say anything back no. to him because yeah. he was like above me in the hierarchy. Right, right. So, but, he, but when he got chances, he would just like really lay into me. And um, it's a couple of times where he actually like kind of scared me too. Really? And so it wasn't until after the show aired, I ended up going um, at an appearance uh, at a show of something happening with Brett Michaels and um, I think somewhere on the East Coast. And uh, Big John was there and we just got to talking and he just got to, know the real me and he's like oh my god I totally get you now <laughs> yeah. like that was a character I get it he's like yeah. oh that was brilliant that was genius brilliant. and so after that we've been like just really great friends he's so wonderful but what was funny is at that specific um it was a tattoo convention which is where Brett Michaels was performing and so I went and so I don't have any tattoos on me for the record and um yeah, I either you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um and so it was a tattoo convention and I've never given a tattoo so I was at this after party and it was at someone's hotel room and there was like a gazillion people in there. And um, one of the tattoo artists from the convention was there and he was in the room giving tattoos to people literally in the room. I don't know how like cool that is to do or like what the legalities are, but yes. that, that's what was happening. Right. So I, I remember I was, it was the end of the night. It had been a really long day. I was wasted. Right. And so um, I'm in the room and I was like, I want to tattoo someone. And the guy was like, Stop, oh, yes, this happened. Girl, this, I have photo Stop. evidence of it, too. It's so bad. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know, alcohol balls. And I'm like, I want to tattoo somebody. Oh, my gosh. And so the tattoo artist, it, stupidly, hands me the tattoo pen and gives me some gloves. And I'm like, yeah. And so I'm like, who wants to get tattooed? And like eight people raise their hand. Oh, you know who else was there that was a witness to all this? So this is the truth. Um, Pete Evick, the guitar player. Oh, yeah, we of, love him. We love him. What the a great guitar person. player of the Brett Michaels band. So I have witnesses. This is a true story. Yeah. So, um, so I get the tattoo gun, and you know, like even when you're wasted, there's like that little sober you is like still in there, like yes. trying to talk the voice of reason. Yeah. It's a matter of like whether the alcohol you can like is louder than like the voice of reason you. Right. So voice of reason me, it was like you should tell these people do a disclaimer before you wreck their you know right their, skin. their body exactly. <laughs> so a bunch of people raised their hands, wanted me to tattoo them. So I'm like, just for the record. I am not a tattoo artist. I'm yeah. not even like a visual artist. I can barely draw a smiley face. <laughs> stick figures. Stick figures, barely. <laughs> and uh, I've never done this before. I don't know what I'm doing. Just so you know. And I'm like, do you guys still want me to do that? And they're like, they're like yeah. yeah. me. I'm like, all right. I did the disclaimer. So I didn't know. I remember I did a star on somebody. And you know when you take a pencil, you go over it like a couple of times? Yeah. I didn't know to wipe the ink away. So I couldn't see under it. So I was like just doing like, little, I looked horrible. I like ruined these people, but I did it for everybody in like a place where they could definitely have it um, covered up. Cause I'm like, you're, you are going to want to cover this up. And so, so I'm, I did like five people and they saw how horrible the job I was doing on everybody else. And still they kept, they, they liked the, the punishment. Yeah. Big John comes walking in. So I see the, the hotel door open. Big John comes walking in and I was like, big John. He literally takes one look at me and he goes, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
<laughs> me with my tattoo pen. Right. He's like, uh, oh my God. Yeah. So Pete Evick actually let me touch up his tattoo, but he had like a really cool, I think he had like a Boba Fett tattoo or something. Okay. So I did like a tiny, I'm like, I don't, you, this is like a thousand dollar piece. I don't want to ruin right. it. Right. Let me so. just put a couple little color whatever yeah. in there and be good. Exactly. Yeah. So we anyway, love Big John. Big John's great. Yeah. I actually did a um, an appearance with him in Tennessee and we hosted, um, we introduced a band and we were so drunk and it was funny. You can find it on YouTube, but um, yeah, he was really, really appropriate. He's never been inappropriate. We've not hooked up with him and I wouldn't do that anyways, especially, you know, if I'm going after or have interest in a guy, I'm not going to hook up with his friend or, or whatever. That's just gross. But uh, we have had a lot of questions about Big John. If we have dirt on him, we do not. He's a good man. He's a very good man. We love you, Big John. Yes. Come on anytime. Yay, Big John. We love you. Yeah. So um, speaking of uh, the parent episode, yes. let's get into your dad. Let's talk yes. about him. Okay. So after the show, my dad was really uh, excited about it. You know, yeah. he really liked being on TV. My mom, not so much, uh, but my dad loved it and he loved uh, joining me on appearances and he stuff. He was so sweet too. Yeah, he so really sweet. loved it and it actually brought us closer together because I, I didn't see him much growing up. My parents were separated from a very young age and lived in uh, different states. So I would only maybe see him once a year. So when this all um, the shows hit, it was great because we get to spend a lot of time together, especially when I had um, appearances in Florida. He would come to them or— He was very supportive of you. Yeah, and yeah. he just enjoyed it all. Um, and then uh, a few years down the road, um, and he loved Brett. He just always loved Brett. And then he would always get mad when I was be like in my emotional state and talk shit. He's like, don't say it. And he's, he's good. He's a good guy. He's Aww. a good guy. <laughs> you know? It's a good guy so, if you don't date him, I think. <laughs> right. I think that's the trick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, but then over the years, he kind of um, just, uh, I wasn't hearing from him a lot. And I was seeing like a difference in him. So I had went down a few years back and, and noticed uh, there were some differences in his personality, a lot of nodding off. And so I started to um, hear things and worry about him and the this with this whole opioid um, fentanyl epidemic that we have going on. And it turned out that he um, was in on that, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, it was terrible. That was heartbreaking. It was so terrible. So um, did you realize this before or after you became sober? Um, I realized this beforehand, but he actually got sober from alcohol after the show. So oh. he had been sober from alcohol for years, which was great. But he was still using but he got into, pain medication. Right. Now, had he been in an accident or had a surgery or anything? Like what got him into the pain medication? I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, I just, I think it's such an epidemic. And I think these really these, bad, these pills and, and these, um, Vices are so strong that mm -hmm. once you do it, then you're just like hooked. Yes. And then people you, have withdrawal symptoms. Yeah. Apparently. And then people start going MIA and they start acting weird or they start calling you for money. And well, they probably get me. embarrassed too. They probably want to hide it from their loved ones, I would imagine. Yeah. Or they, you know, roll through their money because the pills are expensive or mm. whatever it is. I've been allergic to, to, you know, pain medicine my whole life, uh, oh, really? coding and whatnot. Yeah, I found oh. that out when I got my boobs done. Oh, so luckily, man. yeah. So that. What did you do instead? Um, uh, like an ibuprofen, which oh, was does pretty nothing. much nothing when you wow. get boobs cut open. But that's crazy. But that's when I learned. So, um, so he started basically. You notice a difference I in his personality. Yeah, and so um, I had went down to visit with my ex boyfriend, and we noticed like he was nodding off, like driving off, and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh scary. And so I started getting really nodding really, off, especially that's really. He'd never behaved like that before? No, it was just, um, 
Yeah, it was it was disturbing. And so I was really concerned. And then I was getting uh, phone calls, uh, which were off the wall, his requests for certain things. And Oh, wow. Yeah, so um, it, it was kind of, he was kind of um, withdrawn for a while because mm-hmm. I feel like that's what a lot of addicts do is they kind of withdraw and go MIA. Um, so I would just hear things from my family, like, you know, um, this happened or this happened. So I was getting concerned um, That's heartbreaking. I know, but I didn't know that. What can I do? You know, I'm so far away. He's not letting me in. He doesn't want help. Well, also, it's you not know? normal for the child to have to take care of the parent. That's right. like the reverse of how the roles are supposed to be. Right. So that is not always like an easy role to take on the caretaker if you are the adult child. But that's what happens as we get older. It flips and then you have to adjust. Mm. But a lot of times it's just, you know, people are aging and getting older. It's not like an addiction. Right. So, um, you know, I'm just, at this point, I'm trying to start my real estate business and whatnot. Um, And so then I get a call um, from my uncle who says, you know, um, your dad's in the hospital. You need to catch a flight right now. So I'm like, I didn't even know he was sick. Wow. So I'm like, okay. So I fly down there and um, I go into the hospital and the oncologist uh, pulls me aside in a room and he's like, you know, um, he has, he's riddled with cancer. He has colon cancer and then it's to his liver and his lungs, it's everywhere now. Do you think that he had had the cancer for a while and just wasn't telling anybody? I think that. And then I also am like, what did he even know because he was taking so much pain medication that it masked the symptoms? Oh, that the, could be. You know what I mean? Yes. Or was he taking that because he had it? And it was painful. Right. So I don't, you don't know. Even know. You don't know. And were you ever you were never able to really talk with him no, about it? No, because like so I get there and he's pretty medicated. And oh. like he had told my uncle, like, I guess I don't have a lot of time left, which is the saddest thing ever. Oh, so he's laying there. And so I go to talk to the oncologist and he's just like, There's I mean, I can cut him open and like start cutting things out. And I'm like, I mean, uh, so I went and I asked my dad. I said, "Dad, do you want do you want them to like cut you open?" And he's like, "No." So uh, um, I had to just right, stay with him. And, well, I had to know. We left right then and there, oh, and we moved into a hospice facility. Oh, wow! So he was like, "I'm not even." Did, did you do like chemo or radiation or it any of that? Way too it just was too far gone. Too far gone. Oh, God. So it was terrible. I didn't even know. So I immediately had to. First off, he doesn't have a spouse. I have no brothers and sisters. So I immediately. Um, had to go into that mode of like yeah. taking care of his belongings and finances and things of that nature. Yeah, wow. well, luckily my aunt was there. So she was really helpful um, to get like the stuff in order. So so from the time that you found out that he had cancer to the time yeah. that he actually passed, how much time was that? One week. Oh my God, are you serious? No, girl. So Whoa, I- Oh, that is heavy. It was crazy. Wow. So we, we leave there and we move into this- uh, we move into this hospice facility and I just put a cot down to the side. Oh. And um, it was just him and I. And I said, you know, he's like, I want to go home. I said, well, dad, this is our home now. Oh. And I said, um, but don't worry. This is our home for now. But then we're moving to California oh. in a little while, you yeah. know? And I meant I'd be taking him after he Oh, asked. my God. So I said- This is gut-wrenching. <laughs> it's so sad. But the saddest thing is like when you see- um, when you, like, I saw him in, like, diapers. Ugh. And it was, like, it was, like, a loss of dignity. So oh, I felt God. so sad because, you know, like, especially a guy. You don't want to. Especially your dad. And, like, your child. You don't, Ugh. so I had to be out. I don't want to see him, like, getting his diaper changed. And he probably didn't want to be seen that way no. either. Oh, my so God. So then, you know, I'm I'm torn because now it's getting close to the time. And then they would come in and they would move him and he would scream bloody murder. And it was just so terrible. Oh. So all night long, I'm just, like, 
up there every two Topless. hours. I'm like, please give him more medicine, more medicine. Well, we already gave him some. Please just give him more. Yeah. He's begging for more. Just give him more. And his stomach was like popped out of oh, here because God. he had the liver was so saturated with cancer. Wow. And so um, when they started telling me, you know, it could be tonight, it could be tomorrow. So then I started thinking, that is brutal. I don't know. I don't have children. So I don't know. Do parents want their child to be in there and watch them die? Or would they rather than be elsewhere? And so that is a heavy decision. It was a heavy decision. So I called my aunt and my cousin and I'm like, can we just go to the beach? Because the beach is like my tranquil place. That's how I recharge. And I was thinking, okay, maybe he'll go at this time and I won't have to see it. But that didn't happen. So I went back. When I got there, there were so many people in the room all around him, which he would have hated mm. because he was a very um, solo type person. Yeah, and also, you know? like we all have our pride. Yeah. We don't want to be seen in our no. lowest state. No, and so I was just like, and at this point, I'm in sheer like, I'm just anxiety-ridden. I'm exhausted. Ugh. I've had no sleep, which that's okay because who cares? I can sleep later. Right, but it um, makes it harder to co- cope with the— and, and communicate with all these people and stuff. And so finally, I was just like, I'm sorry, but like everybody has to get out. Please get out. Like I know my dad, I know he would hate this. Mm-hmm. And I'm uncomfortable. Like, can I just shower? Because I, I, I'm just like living there. Yeah. So I want to be able to shower and like take a few minutes, sit with my dad, oh, you know. You so like thing. everybody, that is brutal. What year did this happen? This was a year and a half ago. Oh my God, this is a fresh wound for you. Yeah, so. yeah. Jeez, I'm so, so sorry. Thank That's you. That's brutal. That is brutal. I'm so sorry you went through that. Well, so the then worst to lose someone you love. It's terrible. It's the worst. And to watch it. Oh, God. And like, so his brothers, they left and then they're out there talking shit. Like, you know, I learned to share in kindergarten. I mean, it's my dad. Like, can wow. I, I'm like, we don't all know how we're going to act when you're laying at somebody's deathbed. Right. And you're so helpless and, and he's I, helpless, but you're helpless right. too. Like, I just need to, I didn't want to like break down in front of all these people. Just please give me a minute to breathe. So do they respect that at least? They did. And they went out there and talked shit, but his two brothers left oh, and God. left the state. Oh, that's They just cruel. pretty much were like, later. Wow. And that's so intense. I know. At least, um, he got to have this wonderful experience with you that a lot of parents don't get to have, which is doing the show with you and yeah. experiencing that. And I'm sure, I mean, obviously he met Brett on the show, but did yeah. he get to meet him after the show too? Yeah, they, so that's they hung out. They, is that hard for you to watch? They smoked doobies together, oh, you know, great. he loved it. Is but, it hard for you to watch the episodes back where he's no. in it? Or have you kind of, is it, does it feel kind of good? Like, there's my dad. Yeah, that's why I wanted to kind of talk about it today because I was watching our parents' episode because I knew we would be talking about it. Mm. So that, it's taken me a minute to actually talk about it, but I figured, you know, I saw him today and I'm like, okay, I can talk about it now. Yeah, I'm glad so, that you did because I know a lot of people are dealing with things of that nature. I've dealt with death. I'm sure tons of the viewers have dealt with that and it's yeah. just, we all have to deal with it eventually and it is the worst. It is the worst. And it takes a long time to heal. It does, but the good thing is that- um, But you're doing great. Well, thank you. <laughs> but so I, um, I got out of the shower and I sat next to my dad and I just like, cried and, and put my hand on his shoulder. And I was oh. like, please tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. Do I stay in here? Do I leave? What do you want me to do? And then at this point, my girl, my cousin Ashley comes in and sits down. And then all of a sudden, my dad, because my dad had been pretty, um, you know, unconscious for the last few days. And he was, you know, his mouth was open for most of the time. And all of a sudden his mouth shut and he opened his eyes. Oh, And he was like, and he smiled. Like, really? And I, yeah. And, wow. and I'm like, oh my gosh, who do you see? Do you see like grandma and grandpa? Uh. And then, he, wow. and then he just died. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that gives me chills. I know. Don't cry. You're going to make me cry. 
Oh so, my God. That so is I intense. think he waited. That's all. For me to come back and get Aww. everybody out. So. That's really amazing. That's yeah. a beautiful story. It's really sad, but yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You poor thing. I'm so sorry that you had to deal so, with that. But so I think that he waited for me to come back. Yeah. And then get everybody out. And then, um, well, you're his daughter and the love yeah, of his life. Yeah. So, but I just didn't know if I was going to be able to. Um, had that in my mind the rest of my life. But yeah. the fact that he was really beautiful smiling ending. and his eyes were big because he saw they were like my family members and his his ex-girlfriend committed suicide oh, in his house geez. years ago and he found her. Ooh, and he really had God. never been the same since. Oh. So I was hoping that she was there too waiting oh. for him. So That's um, beautiful. Yeah, I so I, I sat there and I waited for the funeral home to then come get his body, which was really crazy to watch because wow. the color color changes in like 10 minutes. Oh, God. And then I had his gator hat. So we put his gator hat on him oh. and I watched him because I was just like, I want to make sure that this is the right person going in there. And because, you know, I hear stories about, you know, getting ashes for that aren't your... So I'm yes. like, please make sure it's <laughs> done the right way. Yeah. So uh, then I just went to my aunt's and I um, you know, shut my phone off for a couple of days and I waited for his ashes. And then when I got them, I came back up to Ohio, got my stuff, got my dog. And then it was me and my dog and my dad on the plane. And I moved to California, oh, like I told him. So oh, now, his, now his ashes are, are with you. In, yeah. With your dog. Yep. And, oh, that's yes, beautiful. So, but the good thing is— It's he, a sad story, but it has a beautiful— Ending. Yeah, and at least because he's, now he's not in pain. He's, he's not in pain. He's not exactly. in pain. He doesn't have the. He's. The, and you have that beautiful memory yeah. from the show. Oh yes, yes. That's so that was a year so and a half sorry. ago, but it was a crazy time for me because my grandfather had just died, which is his dad. And then the same week that my grandfather died, that we buried him, I came back, and then my boyfriend and I break up. Then my dad dies. Oh. Then my best friend dies. Then my ex ex boyfriend Clark Jeez. dies. And it so was then like I one went after sober. the other. After yeah. The other. So like for years. For years, up until just recently, I was just in this terrible, just depression and heartache and just grief-ridden. When it so, rains, it pours. Yeah. So when I had got to California, I literally just for six months, I just had to sit on the beach and just like grieve, recover. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Feel so, all those feelings. But yeah, watching oh, so rewatching girl, the show I'm so today. Sorry. Well, Jeez. you understand too because your mother and everything. Yeah, so you I lost, lost my your mother suddenly, and it was um, I lost her to suicide, which I will get into another time. Which people but, don't um, know that though. Because I did, I have been really really quiet about that. Yeah, um, it was a really hard thing for me to acknowledge even happened at all, much less to other people. Um, I lost her in uh, December 2004. Okay. And she and I were really, really, really close. We were best friends. We talked every day. Yeah. We saw each other all the time and she committed suicide and it was horrendous. Oh my and, God, I can't even imagine. Uh, it, was a, it was devastating. So it just was I, out of nowhere it well, for you? Yeah, it was. It was out of nowhere. It was shocking. And, and see, she, um, hasn't, we, she hasn't talked about the, the true cause of death on the show. She had, I was very quiet about it then. It was, I, I, you know, no, I, I'm just a very quiet about my personal life person. I'm very sure. like protective of like my past traumas and things of that nature. But the older I get and the more mature that I get, um, I realize how many other people are experiencing or have experienced the same traumas and pains that I have. And so I also want to use this podcast like like you to start to open up about things because yes. I if if any if your story or my story can help one of you, you guys, guys who are dealing with the same it, thing, I feel like it almost makes it in a way like worth us going through if we can then spread that I agree uh, that love and that um compassion it's uh, just relatability that we can just yeah. relate to one another because 
you know, cancer and suicide and addiction, it's in all of our families. It's, yeah, it's very real. It's very prevalent and it's equally as traumatic in all of us. So yeah, it is a good thing to to know that like we're not all alone with that sort of stuff. Right. So, um, we have still have so many questions, okay. but actually I think that we are at the end <laughs> of our time and uh, we're going to have to save it for episode four. Okay. And uh, I know we are the, the two that don't stop talking. We don't so. stop talking. So we literally had a whole outline of all We got to stuff. like 10% of them. We really got to 10%. <laughs> it's what we do. Yeah. We're never going to run out of, out of material. No. We'll we be won't. talking forever. But hopefully um, this episode at least resonates with some of you guys. That was a beautiful story. And thank you for sharing that. Thank you. I wasn't expecting that. I guys, wasn't but, expecting to really like. I'm really like, glad that you opened up. That was beautiful. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So. Um, all right, guys. Well, um, so one thing I want to say is um, I want to make sure that you guys can find us on YouTube. Uh, I put episode one on my own personal uh, Lacey Skulls YouTube channel, but that was just temporary. We have since started up a Talk of Love YouTube yes. channel. And so we want you guys to be sure to go there because that is a place that we will be posting all of our episodes. So go to YouTube, search for Talk of Love podcast with Lacey and Heather, and make sure you subscribe. Make sure you get notifications turned on. And uh, make share sure- Share with your friends. Share with your friends. Click that like yes. button, that thumbs up button. Woo! Share it on social media. All and over social media, That's yes. how you can support us. Also be sure yes. to, um, we're going to start building our, our Patreon as well. So make sure to go to patreon.com slash talk of love. And uh, we will see you guys um, next Monday on uh, episode four. Oh, and Heather, there's one other thing I really wanted to say to you. Okay. You think you're an A-list celebrity. <laughs> I am, bitch. <laughs> See you yeah. next time. Heard it from her. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> See ya.